Hey guys, do you have a second to chat before we start the show? Of course, Nate. Speaking to you is like relaxing in a warm sunbeam after a dark winter. A sweeter treat than marshmallow sugar pie. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's really kind, guys, but uh, I feel like an absolute fool after last week's intro script. Shut your mouth, you perfect angel. Yeah, you perfect angel. Shut that mouth. No, really, there were some details that were wrong, but I spent 46 hours rewriting it, and I think this time I finally got it right. So, let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a professional tennis player. I'm world famous for smashing those fuzzy green potatoes and then pretending my racket is a guitar when I win the match. I have a reputation for getting spicy with the line judges and tipping over their big chairs when they betray me. I like spaghetti noodles, petulant horses, and active listening. I can karate chop through any pizza box, even if the pizza is made of bricks. Speaking of bricks, how about you introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. My name is Brent Cougar Mellencamp, and I wear my shirt in the pool. My wife says I should just take off the shirt because when it gets wet, it sticks to my body and exposes every bulge and sag. But she's forgetting the Punisher logo draws the eye away from my torso. I write Fleetwood Mac fan fiction under the pen name... Ebenezer, Ebenezer St. Petersburg, but instead of kissing and smooching, I write about what would have happened if they had behaved like professionals and kept it in their pants. Spoiler alert, they win 78 Grammys and Stevie Nicks gets married to one of the Berenstain Bears. And I'm Nate. Let's start the show. are currently doing a podcast <laughs> this is what it sounds like when we do a podcast brent i feel like you were late i feel like you were the... very late oh so you maybe... were so late no, i was like oh were. my god so maybe no. just... <laughs> okay so what i'm not gonna edit that now i'm not gonna make it sound like we were on time i'm just actually gonna leave it <laughs> <laughs> like i was on going to one like why is kate so late i was thinking where's brent's voice yeah. So it's just the inner. We were going through the tubes, and since we're so far yeah. away from each other, and that's one thing you can't do. I mean, the internet's great and all that, but you can't argue with the tubes. Sure can't. My internet went down today. Oh no! Is My it, Wi-Fi was it? Is it owned by the Canadian government? I think everything is owned by some kind of government. Um, it's no Bell. Bell. Yeah. No, we just have monopolies. It's much yeah. better. Yes, it's great. Um, but yeah, they fixed it. Well, phone call. I was transferred like six times though. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that very <laughs> annoying and I, I was kind of snippy at the end to the, the girl. Oh, I'm so surprised. No, they're used to that at the cable company. Yeah. They're used to that. I'm sure. Can you imagine? I was talking to one guy and I got transferred to him and in order to perform the thing, he had transferred me to another place because he's working from home. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say, like, well, you're not really working from home. You're just transferring calls from home. <gasps> that, that is rude. But how? He, he's it's answering rude. the phone. He had to speak to you. Oh, the, uh, God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what is what is his point though? What's what's he? He's nothing but a middleman that I don't need to speak to. Oh, man. I get that you have the access to work from home and I have a phone and I could talk. I thought we wanted this podcast to do well, but I feel like Brent is taking I need us. people to press buttons. I need people to press buttons and make things happen. They need to insert and desert the cords into the wall sockets for Brent. Like an exactly. old-timey uh, uh, telephone operator. Lady. Operator, thank you. Like Lily Tomlin. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I need that. That's the person I want to speak Brent to. Brent wants I don't to speak need... to the person holding the tubes. If you don't. <laughs> I guess what I'm curious about, like, what was 
after you talked to six people, what was the resolution? Were they like, you should unplug your fucking Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and plug it back in? <laughs> the power went out in some area around here. And I'm like, what's that? That has nothing to do with me. Why do I have to speak to six different people? And get three of them people were middlemen mm-hmm. that I don't need to speak to. So what's the point? I think you should apply for to work there and you could clean up the whole joint. I I'd, I'd get rid of those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'd be the first they'd be the first to go. Then you're answering all the calls. Then what's the point of you answering calls if you can't do anything? Mm. Is my point. Mm. You're like work from home but at least have some of the boxes with the cords in them there. It's like going into a, a grocery store, putting all your shit on the conveyor belt. And then the person rings it all in and says, hey, it's cost $213. And you're like, okay. And you go to give them your money. And they're like, oh, I'm just working from home. Someone else has to come in to take your money. Mm-hmm. First of all, that's a lot. You guys, your, your groceries are expensive. Like that's, Ooh. I can't. We Don't won't get into me. that. Two hundred thirteen is yeah. not that bad for a family. That's true. Oh, That's a good. Point. I spent one fifty on myself the other day. What's? I didn't even get. I didn't even get anything good. How much is milk? I haven't bought milk in a long time. Okay. Five how, something. How much is bread? I think I paid three something for three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for some hot dog well, buns. <laughs> I, <laughs> Let's all get out our receipts. <laughs> this is the North American Friends Club. Uh, Friends comes before. No, it's not. That's no, not the name of the get, show at all. This is the North American right. Friends Movie Club. <laughs> and before Movie Club comes Friends. So we got to do a friend check-in. We also combine that with our extra popular segment, What Hurts. <laughs> so, friends, how are you doing? What Hurts? I'm doing good. And I want to check in and let you guys know that the increase in salicylic acid has really worked wonders on my scalp. And I highly suggest it to those that are struggling with uh, digital dermatitis or psoriasis of the scalp. 2% or 3%? 3%. 3%. No, and I and I apply it directly before I get in the shower. <laughs> dry you put hell it on yeah. dry hell yeah that's what we're pulling okay are you okay did you call it digital dermatitis <laughs> i did i didn't know the word okay i think that sounds like something your computer would have yeah you run it this virus like fingers, right oh no the digits okay i get you you got it on your fingers too no no i don't know why i said that i that was just a fancy word that came to my mind i'm sorry guys i'm trying to be cool it sounded so <laughs> legit to me. I was just like, yeah, of course. Dermatitis is. That's anything you have like inflamed skin that's like they'll and you go to a dermatologist, they're going to be like, oh, you have dermatitis. It's like a catch all. It's like saying you have an adjustment disorder when you go to counseling. Like it can mean whatever you want it to mean. So dermatitis is the middleman of skin conditions. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's working from home. How are you, Nate? Uh, well, like we, we were discussing before the show, I'm like feeling stressed out, but I, we decided that I want to do the show cause it's going to put me in a good mood. So you're goddamn right. It will, because yeah. you know why? Cause you're with friends. Cause I'm with my, my North American friends and we have a movie club and nothing hurts. I got no pains right now. Just the pain of life. Just the pain of life. Um, as far as I'm, I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not much hurts. Good. Oh, my butt hurts. Okay, but that's from sitting on an exercise bike. I might do exercise bike a lot. Oh, you got that weird spot? Those two little spots underneath? I don't know where it is on men, but you know, yep, at the bottom. I know. I know the. I know the the exercise bike butt feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's other than that, I didn't hurt anything. Nothing. Nothing nothing popped out. No. No trips to the ER naked. None. None. I just, um, my butt hurts in the morning when I wake up mm. and that's just, you just got to get up and walk around, walk that off. Yeah. Yep. I'm tired of the wet feet though. The snow and stuff. Like, that's a little complaint that I have. My feet are always wet. 
it's been pretty slushy up here too. We're having uh real we're having real spring right now here. So like we're you got grass. You got grass out. We got grass coming in. We got uh flowers budding. Yeah, we're in the midst of it. Just in time for Easter, which is mm. next week. So the final film of April Fools was your choice, Brent. What did you pick? I picked the I forget what year it is. Um but it's 2009. Uh, 2009 oh boy it's called the land of the lost starring will ferrell uh danny mcbride um jorma tacone was he chaka yes oh my god um and yeah so for me the april fool's theme this is a foolish movie guys oh there's at least two fools in this movie this is a At foolish least. movie, and you need fools to play a foolish role, and they've got some good ones. This movie was so funny. I had never <gasps> oh, seen it God. before. I laughed out loud way more than any of the other movies we've seen. Um, and I, I don't know if there's something about watching a movie knowing I'm going to talk about it, or, but I just am so excited and feel privileged to being forced to watch all these good movies that I didn't had never seen before like life and this and we won't talk about being again yeah <laughs> well, let's never never talk about being again it doesn't exist well it wasn't that, like we, we made some good points about being yeah, yes we did yes we did yes we did but I think this was I'm I might say this is Will Ferrell almost at one of his best oh my god I couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> this is Will Ferrell being Will Ferrell. Yes. This is what makes Will Ferrell funny. It's because of what he played in this role. Completely it's, agree. It's uh, Will Ferrell at the height of his Will Ferrell-ness. 2009, that seems like a right at peak Ferrell. Danny McBride at his perfect dirt i am so sexually attracted to danny mcbride it's he's looking stupid. very fresh-faced in oh this movie. my god you know and it's the same reason why i like um what's his name the dirt post malone it's like that sure. kind of guy sure. like <laughs> yeah oh yeah danny mcbride walked so post malone could run for oh, sure <laughs> i'm so into it like no one can talk to me the way i would let danny mcbride talk to me <laughs> Just really, really upsetting in a real upsetting way. Yeah. <laughs> Danny McBride can get it. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. I've always liked him, though, since like very like his early stuff. Well, this would probably be one of his earlier things. Probably his first uh, big movie role that I can remember. Uh, he was in Pineapple Express. I just don't know what year that was. I feel like he probably was in like Tropic Thunder, Pineapple Express, oh, okay. and then like right after they're like, let's get him and Will Ferrell in a big budget movie. And this is what the studio came up with. Like the strangest part of this movie is why they're doing an old TV show. Like you could tell they just wanted to get Will Ferrell and Danny McBride together. And they're like, what should we do? Uh, Land of the Lost. Reboot this TV show. Uh, yeah. Like to me, that was the strangest decision of the whole movie because it it also felt like there was several moments in the movie where they were referencing the TV show, but it's like I don't, I don't get any of that. Yeah, I never I, saw the. TV I know show. you're doing it, but I don't understand. And whoever is old enough to understand, don't like Danny McBride. Like who <laughs> right. made this decision? Yeah, it was the reboot that no one ever thought or asked for or no. wanted. No. And it was just excuses, like yeah, to get those two characters together. And it, there are multiple references from the movie, the TV show, um, Grumpy, the dinosaur's name. Apparently, that was the name of the dinosaur in the TV show. Okay. And something about the outfit that she wore, and uh, what's her name, Anna Friel. There had to be uh, something about banjos because they kept talking about banjos. Hmm. What about the music? The was the music in the show? And it couldn't have been because Chorus Line didn't come out until like the 70s, I think. And the show was on in the 60s, wasn't it? I have no idea. I okay. bet the cool theme was uh, based on the TV theme. But we'll get to that when we talk about music. Let's talk about our favorite moments first. Do you guys have any that stand out? Do you want to do that or would you like me to give you a synopsis? Oh, 
I can't believe I almost skipped my fucking favorite segment of the whole day. Kate, what happened in this movie? I'd love to tell you. So we have Dr. Rick. What's his name? Rick Marshall. And the movie starts out with him being interviewed by um, what's his name, guys? Today show disgraced anchor Matt Lauer. Yeah, that doesn't hold up, but it was still very funny that they bookended the movie that way. Um, so Dr. Rick Marshall describes himself as a quantum paleologist, and uh, his book is entitled uh, "My Other Car Is a Time Machine," <laughs> which I thought was very humorous. So he messes up on live TV. He's made a fool. Three years go by, he's teaching science, and a PhD student comes, um, played by Anna Friel, and her name is what, guys? Molly? Holly. Her name's Holly. And she is very inspired by his work on the tachyons, which is a type of energy, and he has made a tachyon something. Um, Amplifier. Thank you. And so they go to try it out in the desert and they go to where Danny McBride is someone who owns a cave adventure place. And Danny McBride ends up being sucked into this alternate dimension with Dr. Rick Marshall and Holly. When they get there, they meet Shaka, which is like this uh, hap, like ape-ish type person thing he's the missing link missing link yes somehow they are contacted by this lizard type person named enoch who is telling them that these other slea stack people are trying to fuck up the universe or take over civilization how did I say that? Civilization. He's kind of said sizzle. <laughs> I said sizzle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it turns out Enoch was banished and they knew that and they were like, we should have known that because he was wearing a tunic and you can't trust anyone wearing a tunic. And I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Then they end up figuring it all out and Danny McBride's character, Will, ends up staying back because Chaka looks at him as, like, this very strong leader. And so he comes to the village of all of, like, the people that are like Chaka. And there's, like, all these beautiful women. So he stays back to be a king. Mm-hmm. And Holly and Will go back to Earth. And uh, Will writes a book that's titled uh, Matt Lauer Can Suck It. because. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's it. That has been your. That was not a very detailed one, but you know what? I, that's pretty much all the most important parts of the movie to me. Thank you. Yeah, we could fill in the details. Yeah, there's now. a couple dinosaur chases for sure. Yes, it's like a mix between the the land they the land of the lost is like this culmination of different ages and times it seems like how they explained it so like there's dinosaurs but then there's all of these like space people that have been stranded there there's like a viking ship and a in a airplane like i don't know it's kind of weird they had a pool that had clean water in it like how did Mm -hmm. that happen Mm -hmm. it seemed like a pretty cool place to be in my opinion yeah it wasn't weird that danny mcbride wanted to stay there would you stay if you had his prospects? Um, personally, no. I, 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 with hindsight, like he got really lucky. He was kind of assuming it was going to be all uh, monkeys, but then the lady monkeys are hot ladies. Yeah, they're just beautiful women. So that was pretty for, <laughs> fortuitous for him because otherwise he would just be literally living with a bunch of monkeys. Oh fuck! I just, the lady monkeys were hot ladies. <laughs> yeah, the lady monkeys. That's a very two thousand nine. Oh, like that's probably man. right at the end of the era where that was like, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> that's fine, we'll and no one will say anything. A, that's like uh, when we first talk about doing a movie podcast. I'm like, I don't want to be the, the the guy that talks about like. Oh, uh, who did the the foley and the, who did the grip and all that stuff on movies? I don't know what I'm talking about. The fact that we can sit there and say the lady monkeys were hot ladies, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad yeah. we could do that for you, Brent. 
Oh, it's uh, just refresh. It's refreshing. You know what? It takes a takes a lot of pressure off when you don't gotta worry about it. <laughs> like oh, like oh, I didn't like this shot. Oh, uh, jumps jump scenes or whatever they go star wipes. Oh, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> we don't have to worry about talking about that at all. We talk, we say things like the lady monkeys were hot ladies. Yeah. But they were. I mean, then there were like seven of them. And he, it was funny if you watched his face, he was like, you could tell he was legitimately smiling as all of these like beautiful women were like touching him. And yes, they're like, oh, you like denim? <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it's denim. Yeah. As I was watching that part, I'm thinking now if that movie was remade now, those ladies wouldn't look like that. No, absolutely not. And there might only be one. They're not, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of, it's, it's this like kind of sexist trope where all women are, you know, I don't know. I don't want to get it. No, that, but you guys I like get the it. fact that there's a lot of them. Okay, I think the butts but... would have been, the butts would have been bigger. Like they would have bigger butts. You were like, looking for bigger butts from them. I wasn't. I'm saying nowadays, oh, they would have oh, bigger okay. the image that was represented by those hot monkey ladies is not what society would say is hot now. Sure. No, yeah, that was early 2000s. Yes. Yeah, like frat boy hot. This yeah. is what a frat guy thinks is a hot lady. Yes. Yeah. Not curvy, now, very thin. It would be yeah. bigger butts, possible leggings. But you know what? That's what the frat guys, <laughs> that's what the frat guys think is the hot lady now. That's why we're old and they're these, you know. So wait, who do we think is hot? Well, I personally <laughs> love them all. <laughs> Every single <Okay>. kind. <laughs> all right. Uh yeah. Hey. I'm an ally. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've said I'm an ally every episode. You better keep it going, or otherwise yeah, we're not going to think you are. The fact that I can bring up the hot lady monkey's butts and then say I'm an ally, it takes care of it at the end. Yeah. It's just a magic phrase that if you say it, everything's fine. It's like saying your skin dish is dermatitis. <laughs> exactly. It just covers it all. Yeah. It's a middleman. So what parts uh, stood out to you guys as like some moments that you really liked? So many. Ah, yeah. Um, the very first like out loud laugh I got was when he called it a hatchet job because uh, <laughs> Stephen Hawking brought up <laughs> that his, his claims were ridiculous. And then he just got so offended and said, uh, it's a valid uh, criticism. No, it's a hatchet job. I love that. And I can't wait to use it in my life. People won't know that you're quoting Land of the Lost. Because no one fucking watched it. Yeah, this movie basically disappeared. That's too bad. You can't find it on anything. I remember watching it. I bet this movie fucking killed at Blockbuster. Like, this seems like terrible box office, but everyone watched, rented this DVD. That's the kind of vibe I have for this movie. And I would like to butt in and say that uh, it was hard to find for Brent and Nate because they're in Canada. But if you're in America, it's free to watch on Amazon Prime. So it's very easy to find in America because, as I told Brent and Nate, we are the land of the free and the home of the brave. You did say home of the brave, too. You did add that. Yeah. I had to rent it on YouTube. On the tubes? Yeah, I did, too. Like a weirdo. Yeah, I did, too. I didn't know that was a thing. Can I share a favorite part? I had to pull up the quote because I wasn't going to remember it all. So it's when Holly comes back to Dr. Rick Marshall's lab or whatever, and he's laying on the floor and she's like worried about him. And he spits a piece of food out of his mouth. And she's like, what's wrong? Have you finished the tachyon amplifier? And he says, I don't know. I, I finished building it. Yes. but I didn't have the nerve to test it out. So I thought a trip to Arby's might give me some courage. New dice. I had Popeye's, Del Taco. 14,000 calories later, I found myself down at Subway, powering through a 12-inch veggie on whole wheat, battling to cut out a Jared. Still didn't give me the strength to turn that thing on. I'm a coward. You are not a coward. You're a visionary. The fact that he finished that meal with a 12-inch uh, veggie. <laughs> he ended on a healthy note. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what, what I was, was thinking. super funny. <laughs> it was good. Um, 
the the cave scene gets me every time. Which one? When they're first doing the cave. Caveologists say this old cave is a hundred years old and holds a thousand mysteries. Or is it a thousand years old and a hundred mysteries? Well, that, my friends, is just one of the mysteries. Say what you will, the man is a showman. I liked the part where it's like in the middle of the movie and they, they're in the cave. They're like hiding from the, the slea stacks, the centurions or whatever. And they're, and they're like, no, I think they're about to make out. And then Danny McBride's like, yeah, he's going to tap that ass. And then they like take off their, their skin suits. And then that's how they like blend in so that they can go and uh, yeah. uh, get Holly. I thought that they was funny. They look nothing like actual slea stacks. Like their eyes, the whole the eye holes, or the whole thing. Can that? How gross is that? The idea of putting on someone else's skin—that is so distasteful to me. Some say we wear masks all day in society. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Freud. <laughs> they do say that. Some some say that. Um, what's different? It's basically the same thing. I find it disgusting the the mask I have to wear sometimes in public. Oh my god! Um. So yeah, we need a Patreon. We need no. Hold on. We need a Patreon podcast that only subscribers can come to, where I just do therapy with Brent. Yeah. <laughs> like now, when and you just read back transcripts. You're like now when you said. The mask disgusts me. What did you mean? <laughs> I find this part interesting when you brought up you're sick and tired of being a slea stack. <laughs> um, Brent, which character did you relate most to? <laughs> I do have an answer for that, but we'll, that'll be the, the, the Olympic medal ceremony. Um, I really liked how the dinosaur was very intelligent i thought that was a fun twist that, of the that movie was funny and how it could be rationed with rationalized with like he didn't attack holly or will it was just dr rick marshall because he was rude he was rude he was a fool you might say yeah he was very foolish um the relationship between dr rick marshall and shaka when they first meet just throughout the whole movie is amazing um but like shaka just got through like touching holly's chest and saying shaka and me holly be will and then he kneels down and said shaka i am dr rick marshall yeah. <laughs> let's have a look at that ankle okay i have to remind you shaka that even though i'm a doctor i'm not a licensed physician <laughs> that is so Will Ferrell. And he always refers to himself as Dr. Tushaka. Like, that's very <laughs> yeah. funny. Like, just the way he says Shaka. Uh, Shaka. And then Shaka, he runs away from him and he, then he calls him a little asshole. Yeah. Um, yes. And he's like, oh, look, Shaka's leading the way. And then it cuts to Shaka, who's trying to like use that wedge to bring the bridge down. So they all die. <laughs> I like the part when Will, Danny McBride, like over halfway through the film, is like hey, i've got all these fireworks and he, and he they say this line a couple of times he's like you mean you could have we could have been doing this the whole time and he says it later too um i forget where the other part was but with the kissing yes that's it yeah yeah you mean we could have been doing this the whole time <laughs> there's numerous situations where we could have used those um uh, we talked about um cooking shaka I don't and remember how he that would do part. it. He said Bobby Flay would ro slow roast him with maybe some paprika, <laughs> some roasted peppers, and you'd probably be tough at first, but with enough time, that shotgun meat will fall right off the bone. <laughs> I think about that so often. What What is that, Brent? I think about cooking different things that you normally wouldn't eat and like how they would taste. Such as? Like, every time I go, I I'm sure it's very common that there's seagulls at Burger King parking lots where you guys are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So no, we King, don't have seagulls no, in Missouri. Specifically at the Burger King. I'm thinking of this one weird guy I saw fucking creeper. Yeah. Like I feel like it's an ugly bird, but you could probably get that to taste delicious. I'm, I mean, they must have eaten them. Oh, they have to It'd be so like easy. Like you eat pigeon. 
Like you're hungry. It's hard to catch some of them little birds. Is it legal well, to? Oh no, 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 no. I'm not telling it. It's not advice. <laughs> I meant historically. <laughs> I think Brent should try to cook to catch cook and eat a seagull mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. i feel like it'd be fishy i bet that's the grossest thing is an alligator like i don't know how people do it oh i'd if you made me choose between seagull and alligator i'd take that gator any day yeah no. i've had alligator no. before it doesn't taste like it i mean it's normally it's like heavily breaded and fried and yeah, yeah i'm mean? talking about like the, the tail out not for me um the scene with the the, the urine <laughs> yeah <laughs> the part of that scene that's funny to me is when he goes maybe a second helping will fix this and then he pours <laughs> it on the second time he's like everything's immediately worse yeah it's just such good timing as oh. soon as the splash on him he's like that made it immediately worse <laughs> he and let's give a shout out to whoever put that piss in there that was dark <laughs> That was realistic looking piss. Yeah, that was kidney, kidney trouble piss. I work with piss a lot. <laughs> this is work. your area of expertise when it comes to I cinema. Don't, I don't have many areas of expertise. I know blood and I know piss. This, unfortunately, is what most people's <laughs> piss looks like. No, it's not. That's way too dark. He's talking about hospital piss. That's though. what dying people's piss looks like. Like when I no. see dying people's pee, it's very dark like that frequently. No, piss comes in a wide range of colors. You've got your clear, your tinged Medium. amber, yellow, <laughs> media, yeah. and then you have like the brownish, you have red, you have green. Oh, you got green pee, you better get to the doctor, dude. <laughs> There's some pee that I'd work with and I said if this came out of me, I would just lay down. <laughs> And just say it's 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 over. My time's come. Yeah, it's over for me. I get my affairs in order. <laughs> oh my god! And I liked how when he was talking about that, he was like, "It was actually very relaxing." How did he say it? He was talking yeah. about collecting it. Yeah, he was it's like, just like fly fishing. <laughs> like fly fishing. I wrote down fly fishing because <laughs> he's just... he is being he is doing that Will Ferrell like genuine thing. Yes. So we will cover I'm ourselves. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to figure this out. Oh, uh, so you've been gathering urine. Yes, what's the problem? That means that you stood under a dino dong with a bucket. If you want to be technical and reduce it to its basis element, yes, I was. How'd that work out for you? Are you honestly asking me? Yeah. It's very peaceful. A little bit like fly fishing. Just out there in the night air, still, calm. And then zing, we get a big catch. Okay, so we'll cover our bodies in urine, and then we'll be virtually undetectable to all dinosaurs. <laughs> I want to get your opinion on the bug bite scene when he's playing the band. Oh, oh. my god, oh. that's so visceral. And it's so like jiggly. The head nod up and down at the very end before he passes out is so funny. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> and he just looks white as a ghost. He looks like that kid on the plane from Bean. I thought the exact same thing. Like he looks like that's how he grew up. That was Bean's kid. And um he just looks so pale and then he was just passed out and yawning. It was so good. This movie has so many funny parts and it's been so much fun to go over them so much more than the last movie we did. Yeah, there's a, I have a lot more notes than like, why is Mr. Bean ruining everyone's life? <laughs> I hate the people that hate this movie. I do too. Let's kill them all. <laughs> like, how do you not enjoy this movie? I, they must not like Will Ferrell. I stopped being friends with a girl 15 years ago, and the straw that broke the camel's back was she said that she didn't think Will Ferrell was funny. And I said, and I didn't tell her this, but in my head I said, I literally have nothing in common with this woman. And I stopped <laughs> being friends with her. I don't think, I think we reference Will Ferrell quotes daily to in the world. Well, our generation does anyway. For sure. Um, everybody's looked at someone they just met at work and said, oh, did we just become best friends? <laughs> <Something>. <laughs> Everyone's done that. We probably did that online. Oh, for sure. Can I rant for a second? Yes, sir. 
I and I don't like to rant. Well, I, do, I love ranting. No, ranting is my favorite thing. But I made a conscious decision not to be like the cranky, grumpy, ranty dinosaur. I could. No, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Yeah, I've, I really. But I'm starting to starting to get comfortable back into the. Yes. the that's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna, keep, I'm gonna keep a pin in it. I'm gonna keep on top of it. But I have to rant about this. I read some reviews of why this movie bombed, and two things stuck out at me. One was. It seemed like just a series of funny sketches instead of a complete movie. Why does everything have to be Shakespeare? I think one of the things I liked about this movie was that it was uh, admitting that it was a movie. I, I, yes. I, I don't like the modern approach to everything of like, it has to be so real. The fact that, and it's really interesting because we talked about it a few weeks ago, the CGI thing, but the fact that they just had a bunch of fucking goofy ass looking lizard costumes and people obviously in costumes, like to me that took, it enhanced the movie instead of taking it away of being like, this is silly. This is what they're saying to you. It's like, that was my second complaint. People said it was silly and it just, why can't people just relax and enjoy and just escape for two hours in a different world? I amen. It's I completely agree. It's all now, really silly. People are gonna say, but Brent, but Brent, you specifically said you don't like watching those types of movies with CGI and stuff like that. And I, I did say that, but this was good. <laughs> yeah, and it was a mix. It was like the dinosaurs were CGI, but the like sleaze stacks or whatever the hell they're called, they were just yeah. like horrible sixties costumes and that's exactly it's it's not everything has to be like the notebook or citizen k i'm just trying to think of movies citizen k the two greatest movies ever made (laughs) right yeah the notebook and citizen k no i agree and i wonder if it didn't do well like let's just completely take the title out of it and put another title on it and not act like it's a remake of some TV show from the sixties. I think maybe it would have uh, been received differently. I totally agree. I think they, I think making this a remake hurt it more than anything. And I think if someone that says, Oh, this is stupid. If they sit down and watched it, it is stupid, but it's hilarious. Dumb as hell. But it's not so like, I still think there was a cohesive narrative. The plot went along. It didn't drag anywhere. There wasn't, you know what I mean? Like it, I thought it was very well made, honestly. It would have been a rougher movie if you didn't have Will Ferrell and Danny McBride, for sure. Like if you put people that were less interesting, I don't think the story or the, even the jokes are necessarily that strong, but Will Ferrell doing the jokes is great. Uh, Danny yes. McBride playing that character is great, and that is the point of this whole thing, really. Agreed. Now, so that's a very good way to put it. Well, I'm glad we all agree. So we're giving tens across the board, right? <laughs> well, I didn't go that far. Um, there was one part though where I know Nate talked about this during the life episode, and we talked about The Last of Us. Um, when they were finally making some progress and the pterodactyl flew off with the tachyon amplifier. Yes. That's when I basically just get someone to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Brent gives up. Well, when a a dinosaur takes off and flies away with the one thing that you need to get home, like that's why'd you pick that man? Shaka, just do your, do your worst. bud. (laughs) I like the scene where the ice cream truck gets zapped into the, alternate dimension and then all the dinosaurs attack it and it was so funny to me because the guy in the truck doesn't react like he acts like he's scared but not like he just got transported into another dimension like you'd be losing your fucking mind like what the fuck is happening yeah like i would not be throwing the ice cream no. I'd be like, <laughs> but i thought and how did you get in a situation like, to get transferred to a different dimension and there's velociraptors like i just that uh that made me laugh let me see if there's anything i left out oh 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 so right before like they've kind of the dinosaur helps them kill all the sleaze stacks. They're getting ready to go back into the prism to go back into wherever. And then 
So he's like looking at Holly and he says, you've grown into a beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that made me laugh too. <laughs> what the fuck? Because he's doing the Will Ferrell voice too. He's, you've grown into a beautiful woman. spent a day and a half in this dimension, yeah. <laughs> Brent, do you have a quiz for us? I do. Um, I have a six question, but you literally answered the first two questions with your favorite quotes. Well, Um, try us anyway. We'll do do the four, and I have a backup that we'll do. So we have a five question quiz Mm. at this point. Okay. So we are doing the Land of Lost quiz. It's either going to be five or six questions, depending on um, how I read them. Um, they're all based off the movie that we just uh, talked about. And <laughs> what? Why is that funny? I don't know. You think I'm ridiculous, don't you? <laughs> no, no, I could just, no, sir. You're just processing no, sir. it. No, you're just processing what you're doing is all. That's right. I just think it's funny. I know. I, this is we are I, doing I, a quiz that I have made <laughs> of five or ten questions that are about a movie that we have all watched over them the past on paper. And I'm speaking the words. <laughs> I, into know, a I know. I can't be serious. I, yes, I it's a dynamic I noticed. So and years ago, it would have bothered me, but now I just find it funny because I'm more comfortable with myself. Is, no, you're awesome. I love. You. I'm very. I'm very silly and foolish, and I don't make a lot of sense when I talk. But it makes sense to me, and I get very passionate about it. And I, when you just bust out laughing, I know that I'm being my true self. Yeah. Yes. And that's what makes me feel happy. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah. No, you're yeah. perfect. I'm so sorry I interrupted. I know some of the things I say are stupid. And, and like, why is he saying that? But I believe them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I feel like everyone should strive to do. Absolutely. As long as you're not hurt. As long as you're, listen, as long as you're not hurting anybody. Yeah, as long as you're not so stupid, you're ruining everyone's life. Yeah, being a fucking idiot. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> Just, Just be a goof. A, Don't be an idiot. Be a goof. An unpopular. Be a goofball. If you have an unpopular opinion or a take, like a seagull will probably be delicious. <laughs> Just fight for it. <laughs> I don't say go out and kill the seagull. Just talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Just have a conversation with your loved ones. I'm really hoping you find a dead seagull tomorrow at some point. Oh, I could go out now within 10 minutes. I could come back. Oh, yeah. You seagull. want a dead I seagull? I live on an island. This is like dead seagull fucking central. They just fly <laughs> and they drop into the sky. It's a sign of good luck if you get hit with one. No, it's not. You just made no, that I up. No, I made that up. Yeah, <laughs> That's a Cape Breton tradition. That's how they but pick I the would, next mayor. I well, Tom like got they... hit by a seagull yesterday, so he's been cast. <laughs> it's like the clear smoke when they pick a new priest or new pope. Yeah, yeah. that's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> oh, okay, the seagull. Um, okay, yeah. First question: Gregor Mendel. He was uh, that was an exclamation that Will Ferrell's character um, exclaimed during a scene, and Gregor Mendel is a famous scientist. What is he known for? What is his big contribution? <laughs> he went, Gregor Mendel. I have an idea, but I would like to hear the options. Same with me. Strategically, I would like to hear the options. Okay. Your options are inheritance, x-ray machines, immune disorders, chemical compounds. I will guess x-rays. Okay. I'm guessing chemical compounds. He's heating up! Gregor Mendel was known for working with pea plants in inheritance <gasps> genes. Remember the pea plants? Dominant traits, recessive traits. Oh. That was that was Gregor Mendel. Okay. So Brant gets his. He's, He's heating up. up. Um, are we ready for the second question? We are yes. Prepared. Dr. Rick Marshall made a model halfway through the movie. He was quite proud of it. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah, and he made it. He was very quite proud. Um, scaling issues that Will said, but <laughs> they moved on. Um, he did make a hot air balloon model as well. What was used in the model to make the hot air balloon? I have your multi choices if you. Oh, yes, the multi choices. Yes. Do we both agree yes. that you want yes. them? Okay. The hot air balloon was made by A, a hollowed out coconut, B, 
one half of Holly's bra. C, cut up thermal blanket. D, a pufferfish. Am I going first? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is your turn. It's pufferfish. Nate? I'm going to guess pufferfish. He used a spiky pufferfish yes. to make this hot air balloon. You you copied off I of did, me. I did, because I didn't know. So And you were so confident. Oh, I should have. No, so I know. Confident. I need to play it. I need you to play, play it better. Damn you got to play it better. I'm doing okay. You, I could tell in your voice. You're like, oh, she knows this. Damn it. Okay. Um, so Nate picked it up, too. Um, in the scene where they first um, were about to be sucked into the portal and the to the new dimension, they're getting the cave tour. Um, they start to panic, and Doctor Marshall says, "Is this you doing that?" And Will says, "This isn't me. This is not a real stream. It's just industrial runoff from." I know the answer. Go for it. Uh, soap factory. The correct answer is it's industrial runoff from soap factory oh, down the street. Legendary. Um, the, yeah, the, the multi-choices were soap factory, tire plant, sewage factory, and medical waste facility. Medical waste facility? Are those, mm-hmm. is that real? Are those actual places? Where do you think your needles and piss go when it's all time to go away? I don't know. To a facility. To heaven. Waste facility. They go to heaven. Oh, it'd be the worst place ever to work. I couldn't imagine. Heaven is a place on <laughs> earth. Ooh, do you know what it's worth? <laughs> Oh, heaven is a place on earth. <laughs> Who is? Is that Wilson Phillips? Oh, let's look. <laughs> Check it out, Nady. Belinda Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. Hell yeah. That's a great song. It is. That's a that's a banger. That is a banger. I never, I never heard of that one in a while. That was a banger. Is that how I sounded? No, that's how I'm saying yeah. it for fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> the next question? Yeah. All right. There's a scene where the crab falls into a hot spring, pops back up fully cooked and cracked. Mm. And whoever made that crab, great job, by the way. It looked real. Yeah. Um, I don't eat crab myself. But I did eat lobster when I was a kid. Only one part. What was the part I ate? Of lobster? Yep. Would you like the multi-choices? Or would you like I'm going to guess the claw. Catherine? Well, I want multi-choices. Okay. Because I don't think he's right. Legs. Claws. Tail. Body. Yeah, I'm choosing tail. Okay. And Nate? I feel like I have to stick with claw because I said claw, even though I know it's wrong, but I used to suck on the legs. He's on fire. That was it. So you didn't really eat them. No, <laughs> I used to suck on the stuff out of them. You don't like, like the taste claw. of lobster. I, it, I could take it or leave it. I won't go looking for it. Yeah. Do you like a lobster bisque? I would never eat Soup. Warm. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know exactly. Soup with seafood in it. Oh, it's how people can gum down chowder oh, that's, on milk based. Oh, soup. that's one of that's the best me. ways to eat it. Yeah, man. for sure. Me, Ooh, hell yeah. Me and Nate no. just swimming around in a milk based soup. <laughs> I used to eat so much chunky New England clam chowder. Fucking rock that. Yeah. Ugh. So Nate and I are going to visit you in Nova Scotia, and the only thing we're eating is a is a chowder in. <laughs> and you'll love it because it's literally that's what we're known oh, for. Yeah. It's, it's Lobsters the place to be. and crabs and foods like that. No, not for me. Um, here's a here's a score update. Brent has two because yes. we got that both of us got that wrong. Correct. Uh. So Brent's got two. Kate's got two. Nate's got one. Is this the last question? This is the last question. Okay. Previously in the movie, I'm just making this up since you answered the other two um, already. Um, in the movie, 
he proclaimed he wasn't ready for field research. And Holly rushed him out to try out the tactical amplifier. There's an issue where he falls down and he blames it on his footwear. <gasps> what footwear was he wearing? Nate. Nate knows this because the first thing I said to him when I got online, you weren't here yet, Brent, was this. Mm-hmm. And I said, Nate, do you have your... Oh, Kate, I, I, I didn't clock it. You're, you're going to walk away <laughs> with this right now. You're about to walk it off. Floor shine zip-ups. Zipper shoes. Floor shine zipper shoes. Um, yeah, I'll give it yeah, to you. That's whatever it is. That's close enough. <laughs> give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Floor shine zipper boots. <laughs> zipper boots. <laughs> yes. So now we're tied. Nope. Kate. Kate walked it off. Kate won. Oh, God. Kate hit hit a hit a dinger. I congratulations, Kate. You guys, I am having a great week. I'm getting. Ugh, yeah. This is. <laughs> it's all coming this, up, Kate. For real, like. Oh. I'm glad to know there was also a pre-show meeting that I wasn't involved well, with. No, you just got on late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here 45 minutes before we started recording and staring at my laptop. It was literally like two minutes, but that was literally... The first thing I said to Nate was, Nate, you guys do you managed have your floor talk shine, about floor shine zipper, zipper boots? boots? Yes, Nate, did I not say <laughs> this that? It's the first, very first thing she said, and I said, what? And then you said, it's and a quote like, from no. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> see if i had a, if i had been there i wouldn't ask that yeah. question i That's feel like why. this is evidence that we are uh friend soulmates that that was the i agree question. the two other questions were the name of his first book and the other question is what type of sub did he eat at the end of his food binge. oh we know those yeah. whole wheat veggie uh, 12 inch veggie on multigrain mm-hmm. yep and my and, other car uh, is a time is a time machine <laughs> I had to think of three other different things, and I came up with tachyons forever. <laughs> That's the hardest part of the quizzes. I know. <laughs> tachyons and continuums. <laughs> and, and sideways to the future question mark. Sideways to the future? <laughs> Is that a back to the future? No, that's awesome. Yeah. Yay. Congratulations on winning the quiz. Why don't we uh, hand out some medals? I think these medals will be easy because there's only like four people in the movie. There really isn't a lot of people in this movie. (laughs) No, the cast is like seven people. My bronze goes to Yorma, who I didn't realize that was him until the end of the movie. I didn't either until Brent said it at the very first thing in our podcast. He also gets my bronze. Um, My bronze goes to... Uh, Danny McBride. I think he was very funny, and I think this was like the jump-off point for his career, even though the movie bombed. Yeah, I I think he's very sweet in this movie, a little sweeter than normal, even, and I and I liked that actually. I like that he stayed with Shaka. You guys just don't understand him, <laughs> like I do. Oh yeah, you you got the what you call for him. Uh, I gave my silver medal to Will Ferrell. I, I really liked Will in this movie, and uh, I'm, I have a feeling he's probably going to get your guys' gold, but I, I would have no, liked... No, he gets my silver, too. Ooh. He also gets Ooh. my silver. I found him... It's it's If you like Will Ferrell for being Will Ferrell, this is the movie for you. Absolutely. I would have liked to let... I would have liked to see him... Uh, riff more you could tell that it was like a really scripted movie there was probably almost no improvised stuff in it just by the way it was written i i I, that i wouldn't hated to see him do his like will ferrell thing making shit up but it just didn't seem like that kind of movie yeah Yeah. i got that too yeah Uh, and then i give my gold to danny mcbride me too i uh really i liked him a lot in this movie i thought he was pretty funny i think like it's very 2009 and there's some shit for sure that doesn't age perfectly, but that's not his fault. And, 
I thought it was I thought he was really sweet and funny. He's also part Jewish, Nate. Oh, if you didn't know that. Have an Aguila. I gave him my gold because Danny McBride can get it. He's very so. young. He's got a thin face in this show in this movie. He's only forty six still. Mm-hmm. So So can like righteous gemstones, Danny McBride get it? Absolutely. Danny McBride at any age perm? can get it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Righteous Gemstones. That's a great show. Anyway. Damn it, bro. I can get it. Okay. I support you. <laughs> Thank uh, you. My gold is going to our little friend, Chaka. Little Yorma. He stole the show. Everything, every scene he was in, he was hilarious. His relationship with Dr. Rick was funny. Um, he tried to kill him multiple times. And he's just a little troublemaker. He's a good, he's a good performer. Actually, that this movie club has taught me that. I don't think I, I thought of him as the Lonely Island guy, but I really liked him in Hot Rod, and I really liked him in this. And he's like, yeah, he's a good performer. That guy. And with the way he dances to Bugle Boy, just amazing. (laughs) (laughs) The hardest hip thrust you could possibly do. Yes, those were severe. I like it. Well, let's, uh, let's do our ratings then. Our first category is script. What did you guys think of the script for this movie? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to give it a six. It the third act really just oh it flew off. Yeah, I I wouldn't say the premise or the script for this movie were particularly great. Like we had we we'd mentioned it earlier that if it wasn't Will Ferrell and Danny McBride, this movie probably wouldn't work for us at all. That it really needed yeah. those guys holding it together. So yeah, I, I think I six is about right. Don't forget Shaka too. He really held yeah. together as well. Well, I'm going to give it an eight Ooh. because Danny McBride can get it. <laughs> and you, you said you laughed more during this than any of the other ones. I did. I thought it was hilarious. If anybody agrees with Kate during uh, like that he can get it, please hashtag the episode Ride McBride. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh, oh you're going to start clutching pearls now after everything? <laughs> oh, my heavens. That's a 6.6 repeating. Mm, 6.6. All right, the music in this movie. Actually, I really liked the music in this movie. I did too. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a... I really liked it, actually. I'm going to give it a nine. I liked the score and I liked the soundtrack choices, which I usually don't give a fuck about at all. I'm usually actually usually annoyed when they play like famous songs. Uh, Cause I just think about how much money they spent on it, where they could have spent it on like something good. But oh. I really liked when they played uh, that summer dreams makes me feel fine. I'm going to give it an eight. And I agree because I just really like. Yeah, it was good. It was intense. It was. It fit. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight because when they're jumping in the pool and they, I just wanna celebrate. Celebrate. So it's good. Eight point three. Repeating. The art direction in this movie. I'm. I've never been more impressed with props, scenes, environments in my life. Ten. First ten. I'm giving out. Ooh. So ridiculous and stupid, but it looked that I mean Viking ship with plane in it. Come on, yeah, come on. I I like uh, really overdeveloped props like his little machine. The it, mm-hmm. it looks so like I love shit like it, that. It didn't have to be that no. size and that silly looking and cumbersome and and like I said, I liked I liked the choice to do people in costumes instead of. CGI for this least act, so I'm going to give it a nine. And I will give it an eight. Ooh, that's easy. Did you, I should have used this as a question on the quiz. Take a guess, a random number, each one of you can guess how many Sleestack costumes are made for the movie. <laughs> I'm going to guess 30. 50. 
34. Oh. Kate, number one. You're just on so, fire. I am. So that's a nine for art direction. That is a nine. Uh, this We'll call this a comedy. I think that's the proper genre for this movie. As a comedy, what do you give it a rating? Ten. Boom. Um, I'm going to go eight. Boom. Boom. I think uh, I liked it. I I didn't think it was the funniest Will Ferrell movie I ever saw. I wish they let Will Ferrell off the chain a little more, but he was so funny in the parts where he was funny that I will give it a, a seven. <gasps> a seven. Oh. Well, you could just say you didn't like my choice. <laughs> Eight point three repeating. And as far as theme, April Fools is our theme month. Um how well this does, is complicated. How well does this movie fit into the April Fool's theme? It is complicated because the situation's more foolish than the per people, whereas Mr. Bean and Steve Martin were very foolish. Ten out of ten so fools I'm gonna, for sure, those two. Yeah, ten out of fools. So it takes foolish people to get through a fool's situation, so I'm gonna give it a seven. Mm. Yeah, I think that's about right for me too. I think he I'll give it that as he's well. a doctor. He's an absolute fool. Uh, but he's not nearly as much of a fool as fucking Mr. Bean. <laughs> that's for damn sure. And that's that's the thing about doctors and nerds like that. Like I like nerdy people that do nerdy things, but like when he says he's gonna write a, a report on renal function on the dinosaur, they're the annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> like who cares what a dinosaur did? when they pee <laughs> who cares it, it, it doesn't affect anybody you hear that anyone researching oh. dinosaur piss so this movie gets a 39.2 pretty good score. more than mr bean oh i think more more than life i think mr bean was like in the 20s <laughs> Like it was rough. Yeah, Mr. Bean was 28.2. So this is our second most highest rated movie after The Jerk. Whew. Good on. I did good. You did do good, Brent. Good job. Shaka. This is Dr. Rick Marshall. <laughs> uh, well, what, uh, if people liked this movie, what would be a movie you guys would recommend they watch? Oh, um, my choice is, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it does have Jack Black in it. And it's uh year one. Okay. Jack Black and Michael Sierra, very similar to like overdeveloped scenery and foolish situations. I would suggest the film Tropic Thunder. If you like this film. Yep. yep. Starring Ben Stiller. Did you know who wrote the screenplay to Tropic Thunder? Justin Thoreau. That's correct. Yes. So not only is he hot, he's a smarty. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So next week we're going to do our final film in April Fools. It's going to be chosen by our listeners. And that movie is... Spaceballs 1987. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that next week. Um, that's pretty much does it for our episode. Why don't you say good night, Kate? Good night, Kate. Good night, Kate. There it is, Planet Druidian. And underneath the air shield, 10,000 years of fresh air. We must get through that air shield. We will, sir. Once we kidnap the princess, we can force her father, King Roland, to give us the combination to the air shield, thereby destroying planet Druidia and saving planet Spaceball. Everybody got that? Spaceballs, the movie. Princess Vespa spaceship within range, sir. Good. What's going on? Either the 4th of July, or someone's trying to kill us! Now we will show her who is in charge of this galaxy. If you do not give me the combination to the air shield, Dr. Slotkin will give your daughter back her old nose! No! 
only one man and his trusted companion can save planet Druidia from disaster. Okay, Eagle Five, coming in. Lone Star. First, they must learn the secrets of yogurt. Yogurt? I am the keeper of a greater magic. The Force? No, the Schwartz. Avoid capture on a distant planet. Come up to comb the desert, you hear me? Comb the desert! Found anything yet? We ain't found... Battle the entire Spaceball army. Holy! And escape the clutches of Dark Helmet. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Abandon ship, proceed to escape pods. Jack, what's the matter with this seat, fella? When does this happen in the movie? Spaceballs, the movie. How do I know you're not making faces at me under that thing? And may the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, okay, I was going to talk about religion, but we're good. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie that we chose. <laughs>